0: Hi there. Welcome to the Goal Getter Podcast. We are so glad that you are here. I'm Lindsay, the dreamer and visionary of the business.
1: And I'm Jordan, the brains of the business, meaning I do all the backend stuff or anything that Lindsay doesn't like doing.
0: We're a husband and wife duo who took a leap of faith several years ago to embark on this permanent makeup business journey together.
1: We both worked unsuccessful and unfulfilling jobs before, and now we've turned our business into a thriving six-figure business.
0: They say you're meant to lead those who were once in your shoes, so that's what we're doing, navigating kids, homeschooling, business, and life together.
1: But this podcast is about more than just business and permanent makeup. It's about personal growth. We're here to help you conquer your goals, both in your business and in life.
0: And remember, growth begins when you get outside of your comfort zone.
1: Does all that sound good? (laughs) Awesome. Let's dive on in.
0: All right, so let's dive on in. So the first thing that we want to talk to you guys about, which this particular um, topic is really challenging for a lot of people. And we also consume podcasts as well. Just so you're aware, we don't just throw a podcast out there. We actually consume a lot of, Mm -hmm. um, high level podcasts, I would say. Um, and one thing that we consistently hear across the board, I would say is to try new things. Um, and that's really hard, right? Because we, as a a human society, we are kind of creatures of habit and we like to do things that Mm -hmm. are proven to work, right? But sometimes those things that work this year aren't going to work next year, or maybe they're not even going to work in three or four months, depending on what's going on um, in the world and with people's jobs and stuff. So one thing that we have done this year is trying new things, which is really scary because trying new things doesn't guarantee you that the outcome that you're wanting, that you're going to get it. Mm -hmm. But trying new things is really important because sometimes you'll throw something out there and it'll do really well. Um and a lot of times what trying new things looks like for entrepreneurs is you're literally just chucking stuff at a wall and hoping that something sticks. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, um I had a basketball coach, my basketball coach in college actually always used to tell us, "Hey, if you always do what you've always mm-hmm. done, you're always going to get what you've always got." Mm-hmm. So, if you don't try new things and you don't continue to change maybe your marketing approach or your mm-hmm. sales approach, or continuing your education, or trying to add in a new service into mm-hmm. your lineup or different things like that, you're always going to be in the same place that you're in. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling right now in 2023, it was like, man, that was a hard year. I didn't get as many clients as I wanted. Mm-hmm or I didn't bring in as much revenue as I wanted to, or you didn't hit those goals, if you continue to do those same things that you did last year and do them in 2024, then you're going to get the same result at the end of the year. So don't do the same thing expecting something to just magically change.
0: Yeah, so if you want, uh, if you're not driving like we typically do when we're listening to podcasts, get out a pen, get out a paper... Think about the things that you did do last year, okay? So like, let's say you did do marketing, you did do ads, or you did them yourself maybe, okay? Um, Also, write down, so write down that list, but then also write down a list of things you didn't do, okay? and maybe even write down a list of things you wanted to do. So let's say you didn't run ads. You didn't even try that because you've always ran by referrals or word of mouth, which is what we've always done too. Um, like maybe you need to try running ads. Maybe you need to try doing that. Um, and we are actually working with a company um, called high stoke media. Um, Danny Tran is the owner of that and we've been with them for almost a year now and we absolutely love it. And the thing is, is like, we're not marketing experts. Um, we get a lot of tidbits from different things Mm -hmm. and learning and, and owning your own business, you do get more experience with that, but sometimes you just need to hire the professional. So we are not professionals when it comes to marketing. We are permanent makeup artists. No. So, um, obviously if we need permanent makeup information, we're good, but no. like all, all that to say, like try to do something that you haven't done. So make those lists, try to think of something that's going to set you apart from the people that are in your area, the people that are around you. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you continue to listen, we're going to continue to give you guys ideas of what we've done that have worked. Um, and you know, Mm -hmm. one thing that we're trying this year is this podcast, we (laughs) have been dragging our feet for a really long time Mm -hmm. to do this. Um, but our intent and our goal with doing this, if you've been listening is to serve people and to help people because, Um, realistically, this is like our outlet, like our Avenue to be who we are and to be super real and super transparent. And unfortunately you just don't get that on social media because you can't fully portray that on social media. So this gives us the opportunity to speak off the cuff, um, without many edits. And, um, we get to just be who we are and be authentic and be genuine with you guys. And, um, you know, just so you're aware, if you're listening to this podcast, like for about six months now we've been like, are we the only people that has been going through this economy crash? Like, are we the only ones who are struggling to gain clients and get new clients? We used to be booked out three or four months and now we're only a few weeks out. And so that is very different from what we've normally been. And normally, um, you know, we go to other artists and we're like, Hey, are you experiencing this? And, and most of the time we're finding that people are saying, yeah, we're experiencing this too. So if you're listening to this, And you're like, what is wrong with me? Why am I not getting new clients? You're not the only one. Uh, This is happening worldwide. Um, And we've even found this asking other artists on the pro team who are worldwide. They're experiencing the same thing.
1: Yeah. So all that to say, like, try new things. Go out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. like we are on this podcast. Um, And some other things that we have planned for 2024 as far as um, Mm -hmm. trying to get some more traction, trying new things. Um, trying to just essentially get more people into the door, mm-hmm. um, which kind of segues into our second thing mm-hmm. in getting more people into the door. Sometimes um, by you doing that and trying new things, that's going to be you uh, trying to essentially get new clients or get new leads people coming into your business that had not heard about your business Mm -hmm. um, sometimes can be a very, very difficult thing to do. So don't be discouraged when you try those new things and it doesn't just immediately click and it's super easy. So that can be one avenue that's a little bit more challenging, but this next point, Is something that it can be a little bit uh, easier of a way and I'm talking about uh, essentially like partnering with somebody in your local area Mm -hmm. maybe that offers a service or offers a product that's similar to what you do but it's slightly different and maybe they've already been in business for several years they've already built that clientele they've already built that um, reputation in the industry and they have those clients and you can essentially like cross reference each other and you can cross um, clients that are gonna help Essentially, build your business and build their business, and you can share those email lists. So you can partner. I'm um, talking about maybe like a med spa mm-hmm. or um, an injection place, or plastic even like surgery. even like plastic surgery or a chiropractor. Even those different services that are they have clients. They're looking um, in our case, permanent makeup. They're looking to like better themselves or. Um, Feel more confident about themselves Mm -hmm. a lot of those places deal with those same kind of clients that have those same kind of problems or issues Mm -hmm. So a lot of times those services are going to run parallel to one another and where you can share audiences back and forth
0: Yeah, so how do you do that? How do you partner with other businesses other? People that are in the beauty industry. What does that look like? What are the steps that you take? so um, what we have done and what we would recommend doing um, are just a couple of things so Nowadays, the person that you're going to want to talk to, meaning the owner or a management is probably going to be really busy. So yes, you can walk into their front door. I probably would recommend that because that is the most um, flattering thing. In my opinion, whenever we have someone walk into our business and present themselves to us, I am much more likely to give them the time of day than I am someone who's just sending me an email. However, I would probably call first because again, the person that you're going to want to talk to is likely servicing another client or they're busy doing something in a meeting. And so, um, yes, you can show up and say, Hey, I'm so-and-so and and you can Mm -hmm. introduce yourself. This is what I'm looking for. I didn't know if you guys would be interested. Is there someone here that I could talk to that, you know, maybe might be able to make that decision. Um, and if they're like, yes, they're busy, let me give you their information, then go home, contact them. Okay. The other thing that you can do is send them an email, just who you are, what you're doing, mm-hmm. what you're, what you're wanting to do, what you're looking for, because you want to kind of tell them that upfront, because if you don't, you might waste their and you meet with them. You might waste their time and you might waste your time too. Mm-hmm. So, um, the other thing is create a portfolio. So I know this sounds kind of crazy. Like in 2024 people don't have a ton of portfolios anymore, like your Instagram or your Facebook or your TikTok or whatever that is. Typically your portfolio. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, is they might not be on social media. They might not be like the owner of the business. She's probably hiring someone to do her social media for you. Yeah. So, It's good to present them something, go in Canva, type in portfolio, plug in your information into a template. It's super easy. Um, that's what we've done before and send a letter and your portfolio in the mail. Yes. Go buy a stamp. I don't even know how much stamps are nowadays, but go buy a stamp at the post office, seal the envelope and send it to them and address it to the owner yeah, Um, and And it'll get them.
1: It goes a long way. And it's also though, in a way, this also (laughs) does pair with trying new things because be prepared when you, uh, so I would suggest also making a list. So Mm -hmm. make a list of all those businesses um, because realistically, if you reach out to probably say like 50 businesses, you might get like, 45 or 46 like no's before you get a few yeses. so be prepared to also meet a lot of friction and meet a lot of confrontation that like hey no like no thank you we're not interested but continue to push through you will find those businesses that click Um, another great thing when you're making that list of businesses that you're looking to partner with what businesses align with your Mm -hmm. values Mm -hmm. and what you value as a business. A lot of times that segues and makes it a lot easier Mm -hmm. for the business to say yes, if they know that you stand by the same thing. Mm -hmm. So if you're saying, Hey, I really value like my client. I really want to make sure at the end of the day, they're happy. I really want to make sure that they're successful. And they're like, you know, they're good and taken care of years down the road, not just trying to make a quick buck, all those kinds of values that your business already stands for if you can find another business that aligns with those mission and those values, then it makes it a lot easier to share clients Mm -hmm. because they know they're going to get that same experience from both places.
0: Yeah. And what should you offer them? Like, a lot of times when we're reaching out to people, we offer them money because who's going to say no to money. Okay. If you offer some type of a money or cash, um, supplement on the table, you're probably going to get like five nos versus 45 because like I said, everybody is always wants to have more of an income, especially in this type of an economy. And so, you know, offer them money. So if you, let's say you, uh, charge $500 for your first set of eyebrows for your first initial session, Offer them a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's a lot of money, but that's gonna make them say yes. Not only are they gonna say yes, they're gonna push to send Mm -hmm. you clients because they're making a lot of money with that, okay? If you can't quite take that big of a hit because you have a lot of overhead and you're renting and your rent is crazy depending on where you're located at, then offer them 50 bucks and um also say like hey if if, if i give you fifty dollars in cash or whatever um maybe give them a ten dollar Starbucks gift card or something like that something that they value something that they like um, and it's a partnership. And then mm-hmm. if they send you cl- or if you send, I'm sorry, if they send you clients, then maybe they'll pay you as well. So this goes back and forth. This is a hand in hand thing. This is a two way street. And so, um, we have found that more places say yes to that. Um, then no, because yeah. like I said, people are, you know, want to make money.
1: Yeah. They're looking, they're looking to refer clients back and forth yeah. as well. It's
0: a win win for them and for you. So, um, that kind of goes, Again, into our next point here, just talking about community, um, that specific topic that we went over is, is about networking too. So you're networking, you're creating community. So those things do go hand in hand. The other thing that we would recommend is going to conferences. So if you're not someone who already does continuing education, Mm -hmm. um, meaning going to conferences, um, yes, there's courses and classes that you can take that are also continuing education, but conferences are like a continuing, continuing ed for like socializing um and we really make it a priority to go to several conferences every year if you're interested in the conferences that we're going to because we we feel like we go to really good conferences we love love, love the ones that we go to we tend to go to the same ones just because we we network with the owner or the person who's organizing the event and we just love their um love the way that they organize things and their mission behind it and stuff so if you're curious about which um conferences we go to and you want us to talk about that in a podcast, then drop us a note, um, or comment or message us on Instagram. Um, and we would love to talk about that and the ins and outs of it in the best. But yeah,
1: going to conferences, it takes, uh, it takes a little bit of vulnerability to like get out there and put yourself out there, especially, yeah. especially like I feel like we kind of have a, maybe a cheat code in that where we go together. So it's like we're already going with somebody that we know. Um, but that would be one thing First is like go maybe with somebody that you know that you are comfortable with that maybe you can even stay with um, and share some cost expense on that. But um, also it just takes from going to the conference. It takes you from, hey, maybe potentially sending that person you've been wanting to connect with. Uh, from a you know a dm or like an instagram or an email or maybe even a text message or something and it puts you like face to face with them where they can read your body language they can tell um, you know kind of how you're interacting how like what your heart's at like you can dive so much deeper in a Mm -hmm. conference level when you're face to face with somebody as opposed to um, just sending a dm or sending a text i know last year uh, we went to the most conferences we've ever been to. Mm-hmm. and I can think of you know four or five relationships that Soft. we've that we've built from those conferences that have um, were either kind of already there before and they got even more solid mm-hmm. or they were totally new and we had never met the people mm-hmm. and we like totally connected mm-hmm. on a different level and then those relationships will only continue to grow as the years go on.
0: Yeah, and I'm just thinking of several things as Jordan's talking like, We went to the most conferences we've ever gone to last year, and we've gotten speaking engagements from Mm -hmm. it. This year, we have two pending uh, speaking engagements, and I'm not going to tell you where yet because it's still pending, but um, from the relationships that we've built last year, um, we went to a... um, uh conference called pmu world live and there was a couple that were speaking on stage um shout out to the brow effect sean and Lysandra. Mm -hmm. um we literally met them one time like as soon as they
1: they were done with their speech right
0: after they were done with their speech uh they were in the hallway and i looked at jordan i was like we have to go talk to them they're another husband and wife duo Uh, we just had a baby like they're totally in the same boat as us Mm -hmm. like we love other permanent makeup couple. So if you're listening to this and your husband and wife duo, please reach out to us because we love connecting with you. But to that point, we were just in Florida, which is where they're located in Fort Lauderdale. And we met up with them and I felt like we had been friends for like ever. Like we, we just see eye to eye on so many things, which is so cool. And Sean has helped, us in different mm-hmm. business topics and ideas and things like that. So, thank you to both of you for listening yeah, to this. Um, so. Connections and relationships and community will get you further than anything else will. Um, if you're trying to do things by yourself, you're not going to be able to elevate yourself as fast. Whereas, if you get alongside of other people, um, it really helps you grow, mm-hmm. helps them grow. Um, And you just get to do life together, which is what life is all about. You shouldn't go through life
1: The the conversations that you get to have then just end up sparking new things inside of you. They're like, oh, wow, like I could totally do this in my business. Or maybe they're talking about some business adventure they're doing and it gives you an idea to do something else. So a lot of times having those conversations, it just like opens the doors Mm -hmm. and opens up your mind to like so many different possibilities that you could do with your business. Mm -hmm. So with opening possibilities, a big thing for 2024. And honestly, if I'm being real, like I am not a goal setting person. I don't, that's not my mantra. That's not what like I get psyched up for, I get excited for, um, but I'm gonna try really hard this year. Um, and. Partnering with that, my my word for 2024 is like discipline. Like I need to be more disciplined in that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but in 2024, like if you're struggling, artists, like set some goals. Yeah. Um, I would recommend in doing so, and you probably have way more input and better, or way better at goal setting than I yeah, am. I'm a goal setter for sure. Um, but uh, honestly, like in my mind, uh, when you're setting a goal, some things like make it. So some of them are like somewhat easily attainable right like it kind of gets the momentum going it gets the wheels spinning set some of them where it's like hey i can achieve this in you know two three weeks maybe and then set some that are like hey this is like outlandish i know we sat down and we did our goals for 2024 and i set some of them and um there were some that you said and i was like no we're gonna go here with that and we're gonna like up it and then there were some i said and she's like no why don't we go and like we push each other in yeah. that so definitely have some goals that push you outside Mm -hmm. your comfort zone and you're striving so what i like to do then also with goals is um work backwards Mm -hmm. so like if my goal is to make a hundred thousand dollars in 2024 okay that sounds like a a big mountain to climb when you're talking like wow that's a lot of money Mm -hmm. for one year but like when you break it down then and say okay hey it's you know x amount per month and then it's X amount per day. And then it would be like, okay, hey, if I have to book so many appointments in a week, then you can break those goals down. Mm-hmm. And then you can slowly track throughout the year to see if you're on pace or if you're not on pace with those goals.
0: Yeah, like you said, break it, break it down. Figure out how many services you need to do. If you train, then figure out how many trainings do I need to do in order to reach this goal? So mm-hmm. definitely, create goals. I am definitely more of a goal setter, which is why we named this podcast goal goal getter getter, because (laughs) if you get after your goals, you just tend to, you tend to just reach more of your, of new heights. Uh, we were just talking to Tina and Luke Davies this past weekend. We were hanging out with them in Florida and we were talking about goals and, and they agreed with us. They're like you have to set goals to have something to focus on because in full transparency for probably about two years, Jordan and I were just going through our business, just going through life, serving our clients. We were just busy. We had a baby. And so things were just, it was a hard season for us. So we were just getting by, we had no goals and we felt like those were probably the most two years, like chaotic two years of our lives because we had nothing to shoot for. We had nothing to aim for. We would sit down every day that we weren't in the studio at home working and we'd be like, what are we doing today? And we would be like, I don't know. What are we doing today? That's the worst place to be. And you will never get anywhere if you don't set goals. One of the things that I heard the other day on another podcast was it's better to go slow and be moving and getting somewhere than be going nowhere fast. Mm -hmm. So if you're going as fast as you can, speeding through different things, but you don't actually have a direction that you're going in, you're going nowhere fast. You're staying in the same spot, going as fast as you can you're not getting any traction. So make sure that you have clear, concise set goals. Mm-hmm. And then every single thing, literally every single decision that you make every yes or no that you make this year is pointing you towards that goal. Yeah. If it's not pointing you towards that goal, you might have some hard no's that you need to say. Um, and that's really difficult to do as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to say no to different things, but in order to get your goals, you have to say no
1: sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah. It's easy as a business owner, too, I think, if you don't have those goals to uh, just go towards the next shiny object, if yes, you will. So, like, a time. lot of times in that two years, just real brief while Lindsay was saying that, like, we would wake up and we'd have a day at home. Uh, where we'd just be getting back to clients or like working on social media or things like that. And it would just be like, okay, hey, what is going to scream the loudest? Like I'm going to give that attention. And sometimes it was like building the website. Sometimes it was doing like our kids. Sometimes it was like making a new fancy like graphic or it was just like we were all all over the place. And we didn't have that drive or that focus to say, okay, hey, no, like that's going to distract me. Like this is what I need to focus on.
0: And it's so annoying. It's so annoying not being organized in your business. And so if you have a business and you're not organized, maybe try, if you're able to financially do it, try to hire someone who is super organized, Mm -hmm. who can help you keep your head on straight because I feel like we are so blessed to have each other because, uh, we are very opposite. And so whatever I'm not, he is whenever he is, you know, I'm not. So it's, we're really thankful for that. Okay. So the next thing is, is like one Mm -hmm. thing that people are really, you know, tend to do during, you know, a time of like holding their money really tight and they don't know what to do. Um, And so they're trying to gain new clients. One thing that I will say is don't lower your prices. So that is one thing that I think a lot of artists tend to do, but don't lower your prices because if you lower your prices, you are going to attract a type of clientele that you might not want in your studio, meaning you're going to have more headache than you are anything else. And so you don't really want to do that you, what you can do is you can offer more value to your clients. Okay. I'm going to give you a little tip here that I think is like super awesome for our business. Um, and we've shared this in a couple of other communities that we've been a part of, um, is red light therapy. Red led light therapy Mm -hmm. is a complete game changer. Um, we love it for our clients. Our clients love it. Um, we charge, Every time that they use it, it's an upsell. Um, But you could say, hey, if you come get a service done with me, I'll give you a free red LED light um, at the end of your service. And red red LED light helps with A all the way to Mm Z. Literally, you name it, and red light therapy helps with it. I just actually got a bigger red light for Christmas thank you. <laughs> I wanted it so bad because red light is just fantastic. Not only is it good for healing properties, it helps the speed, the speeding up of the healing process, but it also helps with how flaky, um, the, the color can get mm-hmm. when you're going through the healing process. Um, but it helps with so many other things too. Yeah. Um, and so I really wanted it and Jordan bought me one for Christmas. Um, so in full transparency, we use it on our clients and we use it ourselves at home too. Yeah. So add more value. You're yeah. better at this topic. than yeah, I Yeah.
1: Exactly. So the, those like perfect thing. So I was just about to say literally the next words out of my mouth we're going to be add more value don't lower your prices yeah um but yeah like look at your essentially look at your service list look at everything you offer it might even be products might be side things um, might be like your aftercare or different things that you can add um, that as a business aren't really going to cost you that much more money um, but are going to add value there's a difference between um, cost and value. Your cost is like essentially what you pay for that, maybe um, that product or that service or different things like that, like your expense, right? And then there's the value, um, what the client sees or what they're going to like pay for it um, or what retail prices mm-hmm. for it. That is going to show um, the difference. So even though you may only buy a product that costs maybe two or three dollars, the value of it might be like fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. So it's a low expense for you, but if it's something that you can add on to your service and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, we're giving you an extra fifteen dollars," or um, you know, like in the case of the red light, "Hey, it's an extra you know fifty dollars or so onto the service," then a lot of people are going to find a lot of value into that, mm-hmm. even though your cost or your expense to that is very low.
0: Yeah. Um, and Jordan is like, so if you know our podcast, like I'm the visionary, I'm like, where are we going in our business? And Jordan is all of that. So if you're listening to this and you love all of the value that he just talked about, and you want him to do a really deep dive into that specific topic and other topics that we can kind of create with that, then drop a comment, let us know. Um, we're always looking for new topics to talk about. Send us a message on Instagram. Feel free to reach out to us yeah. and ask us. Jordan loves nerding out on all of that stuff. And so, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, back to that. So again, make sure you add more value so that your client, when they look at it, they're saying, oh wow, that price really isn't that bad because I'm getting like $200 worth of free value. Mm-hmm. And they just feel like they're getting more when it's not really costing you anything. And the added value that you give doesn't have to cost you anything. Um, it can be free to you and free to them. So make sure that you're, you know, not giving them something that costs a hundred dollars to, you know, your pocket. Um, because then you, you won't have a business pretty soon here. But, um, the next thing that I really want to talk about is follow-up. We struggle with this ourselves in full transparency. Um, we are short and assistant right now, which is who we would normally have, um, do the follow-ups with our clients. So have your make sure you or your assistant, whoever is communicating with your clients, Mm -hmm. make sure that they follow up with clients. So one thing that we do, um, and this is the best thing that we have found in our business for when we receive emails, we have a folder that we put new, um, inquiries in. So if we have someone who's reaching out, they're like, I want my brows done. I want my lips done. We file them. We, we label their email follow-up brows follow-up eyeliner follow-up lips follow-up facials follow-up lashes we put them in a side folder so that when we review that after every week we can go back and say okay this person booked this person didn't so click on that person's name follow up with them you know Hi, Joni. It was so great to talk to you. Thank you so much for reaching out to us about your services. We are so thankful that you have entrusted us and that you are looking to get services done here. Um, We are so thrilled for you in this new change that you're getting. We just want to follow up with you because we know that life gets so busy and we fully understand that. So we just want to touch base with you really quickly and see if you are still interested in receiving our services. If you are, we would love to get you Mm -hmm. on the schedule. It's very not pushy. It's like, hey, I care about you. I want to um, get you in here to help you, you know, that type of thing. And it's not,
1: I just want to like open the line of communication back Mm -hmm. up again. Um, It's also a point, it's also at that point where you can give your latest offer as well. Mm -hmm. So like if you're running a certain promotion or if you're adding that value where like, Hey, we're running, you know, for the month of January, we're going to run a free led light for everybody who books a service or Mm -hmm. different things like that. It's also a small plug that you can just say, Hey, like, just so you know, like this is what we're doing. And I know that's changed from the last time we talked. So I don't know if that um, would help or would want you to be more interested in the service on that kind of thing. So, yeah.
0: So basically, when someone reaches out and you have a new lead reach out, then you respond and then you don't hear from them. That's a cold lead. So that lead has completely gone cold. So what you're doing in reopening that door, like Jordan said, you're making them a warm lead again. And then when they're hot means they're like, I'm ready to book winter dates. Okay, so what you wanna do when that happens is you just want to reopen the line of communication, Mm -hmm. try to talk with them, try to get them back in. The other thing that you could say is, hey, these are my two most recent reviews that I got within the last week or two. Screenshot the review. Click it in the email and and show yeah. them how you've had happy clients um, that were literally just in your chair. So that's a good way to get um, clients to be like, Oh yeah, that's a, yeah. that really resonates with yep. me too.
1: It also works this uh, the like re-engagement of this conversation also works a whole lot better. Um, if you have the time to personalize it. Mm-hmm. So don't just take all these um, clients that have reached out previously and just send out one mass email mm-hmm. and just say, Hey, like we're running this special, like, it it might work for a few, but we have found that like it's way more engaging and way more um, it's uh, way more attractive for the client for it to go from a cold that cold lead back into a warm. Mm-hmm. If you're like, hey, I know last time you were talking about you know this certain thing, are you still interested in that and like personalize it more? Um, or like, hey, I know last time you were talking about like, hey, it was a little short on money, like mm-hmm. these different things mm-hmm. so that they know that, hey, they remember the conversation yeah. that we had previously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also personalize it where you say, you know, hey, Lindsay, or, you know, hey, the person's name, as opposed to when you do like maybe one of those um, BBC's in an email or you do it like to your whole email list. It's just a very generic email and you're not able to actually give the person's name or give any kind of context to what the conversation was before.
0: Yeah. You definitely never want to blind carbon copy anyone. When it comes to a personalized email like that, you always want to make it really personalized. Um, there's another thing that I was going to mention too, when it comes to clients is when you're reaching out to them and you're trying to get them to come back in, when you're sending out that message, if they start to say like, I'm not really sure about this or, um, you know, I really want to do it, but I don't quite have the money. A lot of times those type of answers just mean that they're not ready yet or that they don't trust Mm -hmm. you enough yet. And so there's a couple of things that you can do to answer clients because we have a lot of students that are like, well, this client said this and they won't come in and they won't do that. Well, you haven't gained their trust yet, so they need to feel more comfortable with you. So then you can say, Hey, Joni, I totally understand that you're not quite ready yet for the permanent makeup process. I just want to reassure you that we are going to give you the look that what that you're wanting Mm -hmm. Um, and not only that would you like to come in for a free consultation i typically charge x dollars for a consultation but i would love to bring you in just so that you can see my space you can see my studio you can see the spa you can get familiar with me Um, i can talk to you a little bit more about what you're wanting and what your goals are Um, and i can even do a free brow mapping session for you so you can get an idea of what your um, brows are going to look like when we put your new shape on and things like that the more you try to connect with them to get them to come in is the best. Because if you're just trying to say, uh, like so if they say, I'm not quite ready yet, and you say, okay, thank you, just reach out when you're ready, you're completely cutting off that conversation and you don't really wanna do that. Um, That's something that the marketing team that we're working with right now has really helped us with, with responding to people in a way that's not salesy, not pushy, and it really makes a client feel like you care about them because you do.
1: Yeah, because for so many years, I think, especially when Lindsay first started, we just ran it as like, okay, okay, hey, you're interested in browse. Okay, great. Like, let's get you booked. And then like, oh, you're not interested. Okay, like let us know when you are we just kind of we just kind of yeah. we were not very good at like the sales side of things our sales were like hey if you're interested we'll book you if you're not interested like see ya
0: yeah so thank you high stoke media danny tran and your whole team for helping us yeah. with that yeah
1: <laughs> um, the final topic guys is something that i think is like uh it's it's over overused it's over um hyped right. i think a lot of times but it is social media mm-hmm. so At the end of the day, like social media is a a platform that you can borrow traffic by, I mean, that is like you don't own those people on social media, Mark Zuckerberg or, um, you know, TikTok or YouTube, whoever those owners are like those people own those uh, users on that platform. You're borrowing those users by promoting your social Mm -hmm. media, but it is an organic, natural way that you can get your message out there. You can get your offers out there. People can get to know you. Um, With that, I would say the biggest thing I think we see in the permanent makeup game, at least, is if you're a struggling artist in 2023, something to change in your social media for 2024 is show your face. Mm -hmm. Get your face out there. As permanent makeup artists, we are in the trust game, right? Mm -hmm. If people don't see your face and they don't hear your voice, Mm -hmm. they don't see how you are as a person, maybe, you know, some even like some of the personal stuff, show some of the things that you're doing, some of the things you're interested in, keep it focused on permanent makeup, obviously, but at the same time, like, show your personality yeah. on your per, on your social media. Yeah. That's gonna give people so much more trust to say, mm-hmm. oh, I wanna go to Lindsay for brows because I saw she, you know, works out three times a week and I'm passionate about working out, like, that's gonna give that connection outside of permanent makeup, maybe, Um, but it's going to build that trust that they're going to say, okay, Hey, like if I'm ever getting permanent makeup done, this is the person that's doing it.
0: Yeah. And right now we're doing the 75 hard. So we're actually working out (laughs) seven days a week for 75 days straight. Um, no, but seriously, he's totally right. And it's really something that's insanely uncomfortable for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So I feel like 2023 was like authenticity genuine show your face on social media 2024 from what we're hearing and what we're seeing, it's going to be long form content. And so a lot of long form content is going to be the best. So either way you still need to show your pretty face on social media and it can be really silly. Start with a picture, a, a selfie, and then you have like words next to it. I do that all the time because half the time I have three screaming kids in the background and it's really not conducive for me to make a quick mm-hmm. little video about what's going on. And so just do what you can start. Small and start anyway just start like yeah. no matter what you do just get going and then you're going to gain more confidence and you're going to get better at it yeah and, and all those things yeah and a lot of
1: the times we've found is like uh in starting it and doing it like it feels awkward. You're like you. You yeah. listen to it. And you're like, oh, I don't like my voice, or I don't like how it sounded there, or anything like that. But if you just continue to push and you continue to like post and just continue to do it, anyways, it's kind of like um, a muscle or a skill. Like the more you do it, the more comfortable you're going to get with it, and the better you're going to get with it. But you're never going to get better at it if you don't do it. So yeah. it kind of circles back around to like try new things. Yeah, <laughs> like...
0: try new things. That's going to be maybe our motto for 2024. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but anyways, guys, uh, thank you so much for yeah. tuning in today. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I feel like this was a fantastic, like we were, was good, this was, was good. good. We feel like this was good. We yeah. hope you guys liked it too. If you guys did like it or you found even one little nugget of information that you really liked, if you guys wouldn't mind, Um, reviewing our podcast, giving a five-star review. That's super, yeah, give us a rating. That's super helpful for us. Again, if you need anything at all, um, we are currently at Michiana Microblading on Instagram. Feel free to message us. Feel free to reach out if you need anything at all. We are here for you. Thank you for joining the Goal Getter Podcast. Yeah. Thanks guys. Take care.